Ready to spend 15 minutes with the experts you admire? Need strategy sessions from thought leaders brought directly to your ears? Welcome to the Sprocket Talk 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where every week George B. Thomas uncovers the challenges that sales, marketing, and service professionals face. And of course, the strategies to help them overcome their biggest hurdles. So sit back and set your sights on growth with these bite-sized conversations filled with pure strategy gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast. All right, Sprocketeers, it's your boy, George B. Thomas, and we're back, and I'm excited, super excited, I don't know, excited squared, because today we've got a guest that we're going to be talking about sales and all sorts of things. Very interesting and conversational. That'll make sense in a minute, but Wes Schaefer, why don't you explain to people who you are, what you do, and where you do it? Well, I just want to know why, why you're not excited cubed. But uh, we'll get to that later on, man. Uh, yeah, I've owned the Sales Whisperer since uh, 2006. And um, I help rehabilitate salespeople and train their managers. I started off purely in old school sales training, um, evolved into marketing automation as I, as I bought tools to help myself grow. You know, I got good at them and, and fell into the world of affiliate marketing and residual income. Uh, and just the whole online space. I just like bringing it, bringing the online space into the offline space and helping sales and marketing uh, get along. Yeah, it's good when people can get along. Let's just put that as a fundamental human strategy. <laughs> but Wes, here's the thing. It's interesting because we want to dive into the idea of sales being able to take control of the conversation. When you think of taking control of the conversation, I know my brain goes in about seven different ways with about 12 different questions, but what are the foundational pieces that the audience, the sprocketeers, the viewers, listeners need to understand so that we can carry on this conversation throughout the 15 minute strategy podcast? Well, you've already done it. You do two, two key things. Number one, uh, compliment someone certainly when you're out and about um, it's a great icebreaker in at a trade show at the grocery store you know try today give somebody a compliment hey, I love your shirt love your shoes you know men you got to be a little careful women think you're flirting you know so hey I love your earrings you know I'm thinking about getting my wife loves jewelry you know for Christmas uh, may I ask where you got those right so you can kind of you can soften it right in that regard but as soon as you pay someone a sincere compliment they are much more receptive to what to, to you, right? In general, uh, and so that's one thing. And the second is, you know, whoever's asking the questions is in control of the conversation. And so, you know, if you if you're unlucky enough to get pulled over, you know, by the police, what are they doing, right? Hi, how are you? Where are you off to today? Why are you in such a hurry? Do you know how fast you were going? Do you know why I pulled you over? Right? They're asking the question. Uh, now we don't want to come across as the police. We don't want to come. We don't want the prospect to feel like, you know, it's 20 questions that, you know, they're uh, in the FBI, you know, in the basement, make sure there's a dialogue there, right? There needs to be a little give and take. Just like when you're with your friends, a lot of people finally are probably just coming back from, from, you know, Thanksgiving uh, break with their family. And yeah, you ask questions. How are you? How are the kids? How's work? But then you get back into a dialogue of sharing stories uh, funny things that have happened, reliving the past. So make sure it's a little bit of give and take, but by, by opening with a sincere compliment, by having good questions, and really, you know, having questions prepared in advance. You know, I've always asked people, like, what does Jimmy Kimmel do, right? Or how did Oprah make her fortune, right? They, they ask questions 
questions of people. They asked good questions that they prepared in advance and they would sprinkle in their own stories, right? To, to make it fun. They'd have a monologue in the beginning, of course, tell a little, a little something funny, something interesting. Um, but they had good questions prepared in advance. It felt very natural, right? Very relaxed. And so if, if you can do that, you can truly take control of every sales opportunity you run across. Yeah, I love the tip of uh, give them a compliment, make them feel good about themselves. I love that you leaned into that versus like, hey, give them a sales pitch because that, yeah. that never works. I am super curious though when you talk about this questions, I'm a firm believer of the power of questions. Are there some questions that you might be able to give the audience, the sprocketeers, um, like here's a couple, two, three that are good to get started with. And I know it can be very contextual, but we've got to give them some type of blueprint to use this strategy. Well, one big thing is if somebody calls in, right, or somebody reaches out to set an appointment, always ask them somewhere in that conversation. And if you only have a few minutes, then you got to get it right out. But regardless, you got to get it out in the open and you have to ask them what happened. Okay, when somebody reaches out, something specific happened very recently that led them to finally get on the phone to fill out your free report request, to fill out the, the calendar meeting. Something happened, okay? If it's, you know, it's a weight loss thing that somebody was picked on or, you know, they, they had to get the belt extender on a flight and they were embarrassed, uh, they lost a big sale. Maybe a key salesperson quits. So they're talking to a recruiter. Like, what happened? You know, they're like, what do you mean what happened? What happened? You're just like, what in the last 24 hours, one week, last 30 days, what happened specifically that led us to have this conversation we're having right now? And then be quiet and make them dig in because decision makers do not browse the web. Busy people that can write big checks, they make decisions quickly. Something isn't working. They do a quick Google search, they ask somebody and they call and they're like, help me or can you help me? All right, so you've got to know what happened, but then you've got to dig deeper to find out the real why. You know, it's an obvious thing, I do sales training, right? So people are like, hey, can you help me grow my sales? People think I would just jump on that. Well, of course I can, yes, let me help you. I'll give you this quote and you know, it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday, I'm gonna cut you a deal. I always ask them, you know, why do you need to grow your sales, okay? And it's not an obvious question. And like, everybody needs to grow their sales. No, not everybody does. I need to understand why you need to grow sales right now. You know, I mean, you're either growing or you're dying. You're right, you're either growing or you're dying. In the last, last quarter of this past year, here we are at the end of the year, how have things gone? Are you looking to turn things around or are you looking to add fuel to the fire? Well, oh, we had a pretty good year, we wanna add fuel to the fire, why? you got to get to the personal reason. Okay. And sometimes it could be as simple as, you know, my dad always said, I never amount to anything. I'm gonna prove him wrong. You know, this guy, you know, captain of the football team, he stole my girlfriend at prom and, and I have a chance to, you know, raise some money and, and buy his business and put him out of business. I'm like, okay. I mean, I can work with that. Right. I need to find that burning desire and they've got to make it personal. People say, Oh, it's just business, not personal. They are full of crap. Everything is personal. Okay. Think people are driven. You know, go read the Steve Jobs biography, right? I mean, he was driven from personal things, you know, being adopted, uh, you know, how he treated his own family. I mean, all those things impacted 
you know, his dad taught him how to, you know, he, he was a good craftsman, right? So even the backside, the, the underbelly of a, of a Mac computer was pretty, right? It was clean because his dad taught him to do it that way. So it's all personal. And if you can find out that little story, man, you got them because they're going to open up. A, they trust you enough to tell you that story. And B, their, their passion is involved. Their irrational emotions are involved. Now you got them, right? And if you can truly help them, it's going to be a much easier sale. Yeah, I love that because I heard so many words in there. I heard context uh, to who they are, their passion point. Uh, the thing that is really going to just almost help them lean into talking to you as a human versus talking to you as uh, a salesperson in that moment in time. So Wes, when you think about this, using the power of question, obviously in the power of question, you even mentioned using the word why as getting to the second or third level, the real reason, if you will. What are some other tools, tips, tactics, strategies that we can use to take control of the conversation when we're in the sales process? When it's a big sale, okay, if you have a complex sale, meaning you know, it's going to take more than, a, more than one close or one, one, more than one meeting, uh, if there's more than one person involved, you need to set an agenda for each conversation. Uh, people leave too many things up to chance, okay? Hearing no early is a win. Most salespeople uh, drag things out. That they hate prospecting, so they want to show all these deals in the pipeline, even though they know deep down very few of them are real. So if you and I are talking, you know, and it's like, okay, George, thanks for reaching out. You know, um, I've only got a couple of minutes. You know, it sounds like maybe we can work together, maybe a fit. You know, so what do you say, uh, you know, we're going to need about an hour to really do a deep dive. So how's, you know, Friday morning? You go, okay, great. We set the time. I said, look, in the interest of time, in order to make sure we don't miss anything, would it be okay if we set a quick agenda for Friday's call? What are you going to say? Heck yeah. Yeah. So I say, look, I have two simple ground rules. We're open and honest with each other. And either of us can end the meeting at any time for any reason, right? So if you hear something, there's a conflict, there's a, my software doesn't, it's not compatible with something you have or whatever, API, SSL, you know, ABC, PHP, CSS, whatever. You can just end it. And the same for me, if, if I just see something that comes up with your staff or whatever, um, with, with the timelines, I'll, there's no reason to waste time, right? Especially on a Friday during the holidays. Is that fair? Absolutely. Say, yep. Say, look, I'm going to have a lot of questions for you about your business. Uh, probably more questions than you thought anyone could ever even ask. You may want to jot down a few for me. And at the end, if I think I can help you, I will map out the options and then we'll decide what the next steps are, even if there are no next steps. Does that sound like a meeting you'd still like to have? Absolutely. Very good. All right. So look, uh, I'll send you a calendar link, blah, blah, blah. And you have a great day. So I'm going to, I'll send you the calendar. I'm going to send you a PDF of that agenda. Okay. And, and a quick summary. I'm going to say, George, here, here's what we reviewed. Here's the agenda. You know, you, you may want to share this with the team, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, we'll start out with that. And then, you know, I look forward to speaking with you on Friday. So now when we set up the call and, and I've done this face to face, I still to this day carry printed copies of this agenda. And uh, I've shown up, I was in high tech sales, selling the hospitals, sold computer systems. Uh, and I walked in once um, just up the road here at Redlands, California. And um, I was like, Hey, George, great to see everybody. Hey, do you have that agenda that we talked about? As a matter of fact, I do. And everyone already had it printed out. I'm like, okay, very cool. I'm like, would y'all mind pulling that out? They pull it out. 
you know, I said, hey, like we said, the whole reason we're meeting is just to see if there's chemistry. Is there a fit? We're open and honest with each other and either of us getting in this for any reason. And there was, there was an IT guy, one of his staffers, sitting back, you know, arms folded. And as soon as I said that, that guy literally, like he hadn't touched that piece of paper. Guy just had passed him out. He leaned forward. He starts reviewing it. And that dude was in, right? Because he was like, I have the power to say no. All right. Let's, let's get this on. And he was engaged. Okay. But by setting the tone, but there's also a key thing in there, right? It said, I'm going to have a lot of questions for you. You may want to jot down a few for me. I didn't bust out my laptop and projector. I wasn't passing out brochures. I didn't bring out a demo unit. And this was a complex sale. This was at least a six figure sale pretty much every time. I brought none of that stuff. And so it was different, right? Most high-tech people are bringing in teams, VPs, systems engineers, complex demos, PowerPoint presentations, schematics. I'm like, I'm not bringing any of that. And we were a startup. We were doing about 33 million uh, back then. And I was one at our, at our highest, I think we had maybe like 25, 30 salespeople around the world. And I was one of like three that was making my number. And I was not giving presentations. I was not doing demos. I was diving in to find the need. And then it was easy after that. Yes, Rocketeers are so much. That, that is the rewind point of the show. There's so much there. I heard, first of all, be different. I heard, make sure you're using an agenda. You didn't mention it, but you explained it uh, verbally, set expectations. And then you said, empower them, right? Do you have questions for, for uh, me? Uh, and that gentleman leaning forward, they were empowered. So there's so much there. Rewind, unpack that. You know, uh, Wes, I'm super curious if there are any myths that we need to debunk that people might think this is how you take control of the conversation before we actually send them on their regularly scheduled day. Well, the big myth in general about salespeople is that you have to be extroverted, have the gift of gab, uh, be funny, right? All these uh, kind of esoteric soft skills, I'd say. Sales is really very predictable, very prescriptive. It is because people are much more predictable than we want to admit that we are. But when you see it happen, it, it, it's just so obvious. Just have a process, okay? If you have a process and you stick to the process, like we say, if you can measure it, you can improve it. So measure your activities. Track what you say, when you say it, how you say it. Are you sending it via text, written word, you know, handwritten word? Uh, are you sending it via email? What, what do your voicemail sound like? All of that matters. But sales is very predictable, very prescriptive, very scientific. So if you just buckle down, and, and master those few key points, sales are going to come a lot easier to you. Mm, I love that. So it's interesting because as you were talking through that and prescriptive and all that, I started to just want to ask this one last question, even though I thought I was done. When you think about taking control of the conversation, Wes, to script or not to script? Yeah, it's always, uh, I asked that on my own podcast, sales trainers. Uh, and some will initially say no, but deep down what happens is they've just done it for so long, they don't realize that they are doing a script. Um, and so in the beginning, I give people scripts. I've got a whole um, sales training flashcard series to help them overcome objections. So in the beginning, it, it is very rote, right? Very mechanical, but it's like any new skill. 
you know, learning to teaching a kid how to, how to shoot free throws or tie their shoes. You know, yeah, now we don't think about tire shoes in the dark. But in the beginning, you had to do the loop and the rabbit chase the squirrel through the hole or whatever that whole little thing is, right? So now you can be artistic with it. It's like they say, you have to master the rules before you can break them. Everything we do is a script, you know. Hi, George. How are you? George says. George says, I'm doing great. And if you're really nice, you'll say, I'm great. Thanks for asking. How are you? Well, I'm good, too. Thanks for asking. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, there was a lot of food. It was really good. Oh, wow. Did you stay at home or did you go travel? I was very happy to just stay at home this year. Oh, Brandon, did you have people over? Right. What are we doing? It's a script, man. Everything we do is a script. Hi, welcome to Starbucks. May I take your order? You know, people are like, oh, I don't do a script. Yes, you do. Yes, you. Hi, may I help you? No, I'm just looking. You're not just looking. You got money burning a hole in your pocket. You've got 12 different sites pulled up. You got a spreadsheet printed out. You're not looking. You're ready to buy. But the script comes out. So even in that little situation, when I, when I train retail, I have people, I don't have them say, hi, how can I help you? I have them walk up and say, hi, you know, welcome to Wes's wonderful world of office furniture. What brings you in today? It's kind of like the what happened. What brings you in today? And you go, well, I just dropped my kids off at karate next door and, and there's no room. And I was just kind of hoping to get some air and just not be crowded. Hey, no sweat. Recliners in the back. We got coffee. You know what? There's a TV back there too. And the game is on. Knock yourself out, brother. Oh, wow. Cool. Right. Or you're walking in. Dude, it's, I'm shopping for, shopping for Christmas. Right. My wife's been looking at this recliner, this love seat or, you know, okay, fine. Let's go. But now you have to answer right? Because I asked, but that was a script. Because I know if I say, hi, how are you? How can I help? I'm just, you're going to say, I'm just looking. Now I'm dead. Okay. So scripts are absolutely vital. And people that say, oh, I feel robotic. Well, you know how much money The Rock made last year? Probably a lot. Over $60 million. What does The Rock do for a living? And read scripts. <laughs> read scripts. He makes it his own. The Irishman just came out, right? People love it or they hate it. It's a script. Right? These guys make it believable. They sound like Jimmy Hoffa. They sound like JFK. They sound like LBJ. They're reading a script and they make it believable. Absolutely, scripts. I love that answer. And Sprocketeers, I hope you heard through that portion of the power of open-ended questions and the immediate ability to disarm the folks in the situation, even when using scripts and the fact that you are using a script and you didn't know. Wes, if the viewers, the listeners, the Sprocketeers have more questions, if they want to connect with you, where do you want to send them? The easiest thing is my site, so thesaleswhisperer.com. I mentioned the sales agenda, and I've got a landing page there. Um, it may be simpler, and it's just thesalesagenda.com. And you can get this exact agenda that I discussed, and then you can print it out, put your own logo on it. You have to change it up, of course, because the questions are different. But, you know, go get that, thesalesagenda.com. But when you're there, there's links to all my social media, my phone number. It all comes to me. I don't, I don't outsource that to a VA. So, you know, if you tweet me or hit me up on LinkedIn, it'll be me uh, responding. Love it. Sprocketeers, remember to use the power of question. Remember to empower your prospects. And, of course, remember those agendas, using why, all sorts of things so that you can take control of the conversation. And we'll see you on the next episode.
Did you enjoy this episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast? We'd love to know. Leave a rating and written review wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And keep that learning going by visiting sprockettalk.com. Sign up for your free membership. And in that membership area, you can find bundled episodes where we combine like strategies to help you grow better. Make the world better and share this episode with your friends and coworkers who may be battling this same obstacle. You can always reach out to George B. Thomas on Twitter with questions or guest suggestions or just to talk about your favorite Marvel superhero. Now go out into the world and leverage this strategy for your success. And we'll see you in the next episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast.